0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Information Entropy Podcast where we try and take some science and squish it into an hour-long show, hopefully making that topic less confusing than it was at the beginning. Last week we looked at biodiversity and decided no one actually knows what a species is anyway, so it doesn't matter. This week though we turned our attention to ageing. Yes, the dreaded thing that we all pretend isn't happening and then You realise 2002 was 20 years ago and you cry a little inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at InfoEntropyPod, Instagram, InformationEntropyPod, Spotify, iTunes. See, I am old. I keep calling it iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Do you know what? You're already listening. Wherever you are, give us a follow. Really appreciate that and a rating if that is possible. My name's Tom Jenks and as per usual, I'm joined... I'm a good friend, Mitchell Gatting. How are you, mate? Uh, you know, I was
1: going to be like, all right, but I'm not going to go all right. I'm here, and that's what counts. <laughs> we are here.
0: Well, that's true. <laughs> we survived yeah, um, the week. <laughs> th- this episode is coming out. We're recording it on Saturday. So normally we do it Thursday, get it out Friday. We're actually recording a day, two days late. Yeah, uh, It's been a week. It's there. De-
1: do you know what? Well, let's just at least say that. It's like, been a week.
0: Apologies, it's late. Yeah, um, but big, yeah. Some some things big.
1: happen. <laughs> those those that are listening, listen for for us and our our like characters, our characters. Because we I don't really put on a character. Um, but listen for us, Tom. Italy's been having a a pretty severe storm. So Tom Tom hasn't had internet to be able to do anything for the past week. Uh, yeah, essentially, that's been um, fun. And I've spent nearly three days in AE with some serious health issues that I'm now coming out the back of. So. I don't know which is worse, to be honest. I don't know who's (laughs) suffering more this week. Well, Uh. in in AE, I could like read my manga, my manhwa. I've been going through like the top 10, because I'm new to like Korean animated stories, or not animated, but drawn stories. Uh, So I was like top 10 list of like the best so i get that some time to read but like in between struggling to breathe uh and needing something to distract me yeah that's what i was having issues with
0: yeah, yeah not,
1: not <laughs> ideal not ideal not ideal and especially if you, ideal. if you think about recording a podcast and not being able to breathe and speaking a lot for an hour those things don't really go well In a combined situation. No. No, they don't.
0: And honestly, we we could have just put it off. Uh, But you're here. So mega props to actually making it. Uh, Even if it's going to be a couple of days late. So apologies... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that has, i was about to say we hope that's okay but it is <laughs> if it's okay not, if you deal with if it if got not okay, an issue
1: send me a message send me a message directly <laughs> and i'll fuck you up because you don't understand <laughs> how much pain i was in oh dude <laughs> bloody man. hell yeah i'm not yeah. asking for i'm not asking for, for forgives for that no you no, no. <laughs>
0: yeah and italy's just gone full fascist and i've been stuck here without any internet so you know yeah i know what you could do what are you going to do? Get out.
1: Yeah. Get out. <laughs> yeah, really. Come back to the UK. I would say come back to the UK, but, you know, we're still in a bit of an issue ourselves, so...
0: Yeah, but you know you're a less I saw,
1: fascist. I saw a really interesting poll for the UK recently that YouGov did, and they did some, like, data analysis and found that if... Uh, the SNP and the Lib Dems grouped up, which they're never going to do because no one ever is going to group up with the SNP because everyone hates them. But if they did, uh, and there was a general election, the Conservative Parliament, or the Conservative, um, what do you call it? Group? Political group? uh, Yeah, party. Wouldn't have have any seats. Party, that's it. They wouldn't have any seats at all. Oh, really? They would would, would cease to have any seats because they're losing that much. That Labour would gain x amount they would lose x amount and S&P and the, and the Lib Dems would gain an x amount that they wouldn't they just wouldn't have any seats but even in light of this information can we get a general election no because it has to come from the, the conservative party and would they do that no because they know they would lose even though they have tanked the economy so yeah. you know
0: it is what it is it, it, it is what it is
1: fucking like hell. if King Charles wants to do something it's his first you know big act just go in and dissolve the government.
0: Just go just do it. There's, there's like, he there's, can't, there's do, a... he can't. They're he? it's pure show respect, like history. Like he comes in to dissolve and re- reinstate the government, no, just yeah, because he has. Of show. There's, there's one
1: political drama that I always really enjoy watching because I, I just want it to happen in real life. Where King Charles does get into power, then he does go into Parliament and says like, by some like royal decree or ancient oath I am dissolving this parliament as you've lost the trust of the nation I'm like if he could just go do that in real life that would be just
0: fantastic just just fantastic but the the thing is good old Carlo as his name uh, that's what they call him here Carlos yeah Prince Carlos Um, Prince Carlos well King Carlos now oh yeah King Carlos Um, King Carlos uh, he's just a bit of a knob I, I don't know much about him because obviously he's been overshadowed by his mother and his children his entire life yeah but the, so my experience of him is going off the crown yeah right? yeah, 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 and yeah he yeah. just like I, I don't want him in power yeah like and especially not as a monarch dictator situation that's true but
1: he has said like the past his opinions and stuff and his his arseholeness, essentially, that what we would view as arsehole, but he would view as his, like his actions. He was just like, yeah, that's now I can't. That's that's over because he understands. Because it's it's weird because people that are in that like sphere of royal, they hold it to like the highest degree of everything else. So even yeah. if they, they they understand that if you become in that position, that is your job and your role till you die, and oh, you sure. you uphold yeah what it means more than any of your opinions and how you act. So I am hoping, you know. You
0: know. Oh, do you know what? Uh, I mean, he, he has the opportunity to show us that he shouldn't abdicate, even though he probably, like, in most people's opinion, should. So, you mm-hmm. know, if he does well with it, then he does well with it. Fair play to him. But, you know, uh, a lot to live up to after good old Elizabetha. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, science, science, and news and stuff. Aging. Oh, I mean, she, good old Elizabeth, technically died of old age. She did. That came out though, oh, didn't it? Yeah, came out this week. She. Uh... Uh, that's not my news. Ah, okay, uh, it's not. Uh, but yeah, connections. There we go. That's how we segue. Um, my news, which kind of points out to the old time that we're living in in a technological era is that the first ever planetary defense system was tested this week successfully. Okay, that's cool. So NASA's Double Asteroid Redirection Test, or DART, mission successfully concluded the other day when it smashed into an asteroid to see if it could alter the orbit of it. And basically, we spoke about this... And I can't remember if it was on this oh. podcast or our old one. Interesting. And we, okay. we were speaking about planetary defense. And like we spoke about this, it must have been months ago, maybe even before it happened, before it launched. And basically what they want to do is, if an asteroid is ever set course for Earth, just by happen chance or whatever, yeah. can we launch a rocket at it to hit it, what's known as a kinetic impactor, yeah. and knock it off course enough to save Earth? That's basically what they're testing. Okay. So they set their sights for Dimorphos. It's a moon of an asteroid that's 11 kilometers away from Earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It struck the asteroid at 14,760 kilometers an hour, well, which is yeah. 6.6 kilometers a second. And, yeah, well, we've got to wait a couple of days to see if the, it has worked. So it's... It struck and there's images that you can actually watch the video. Yeah, I think I see of, like a of gif it. of it. Yeah. Of it happening. And that's really, really interesting. And then also James Webb and many other telescopes actually watched it happen in real time as well. And you see this little speck plummet into an asteroid and just a plume of dust, um, dust. come out from it. So it was really good. Anybody? No? <laughs> Dust. Um, so really, really interesting to see. And basically, they said, we don't know straight away if it worked. Because one, it's 11 million kilo- kilometers away. Yeah. And two, like, if your watch is running slow, you don't really notice it at first. It, you know, it takes a few days before you realize, oh, actually, your timing's out of sync. Okay. So we're, we're going to watch the asteroids orbit for the next few days. And basically look for that, because we have an idea of what should happen, but we've never actually launched a rocket at an asteroid before to alter its orbit, so we don't <laughs> actually know this is the first time we've ever yeah. done it um but yeah, really interesting, and I, we're now in the era of planetary defense, yeah,
1: technically technically speaking we are which is crazy crazy thing about,
0: yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. and um, But yeah, so if that sounds interesting and you like watching things smash into other things at really high speeds, <laughs> then uh, you can pretty much Google NASA's DART mission, D-A-R-T, and watch, uh, yeah, this. Uh, they use some really weird measurement to describe the size of the satellite. And it was like two cows or something. And I don't, and I remember thinking, why have they used the measurement of two cows? <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to look it up now, so I give you correct information. Size of NASA's two Dart cows. satellite.
1: Yeah, it's approximately like uh, 12 chickens.
0: Um, it's 1.2 by 1.3 by 1.3 meters. Oh, about the size of a refrigerator. That's it. That's why I was like, why is that? <laughs> odd um, but yeah imagine you would launched your fridge uh, 15,000 kilometers an hour yeah uh, and basically that's what they did oh nice, nice nice so yeah really cool stuff at least for me anyway <laughs> uh, I prefer it being called I being like a cow okay it's not too far off a cow uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah a singular cow though not a double cow yeah uh. <laughs> all right so, ageing. Yes. Now, we are heading into our 30s soon, in the <laughs> next couple of years. I, I feel like I've I'm, I'm just headed into my 70s. Yeah, well, when y- I y- you you are. You're, yeah, when your can... internals are like, actually, <laughs> when... uh, I'm getting ahead on this ageing thing.
1: <laughs> when I can compare blood thinners with my granddad, like, I'm not having the, the, the most inspiring <laughs> mental experience at the moment.
0: Yeah. Um, makes you tougher, mate. You'll come out the other side. I'll just, I, I like, I've got a Mentally in to tougher, like, if not physically. <laughs> yeah, I've got like, uh... <laughs> I've
1: got a lead in to know what to expect.
0: Exactly. Everyone will be coming to you for blood thinner advice. I mean, you know, get a jump on everyone. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask you, like, do you feel like you're ageing? like what do you, do you feel a specific change let's say if you imagine 10 or 20 years ago if you can remember that uh like what is aging to you but you just had this um amazing yeah, week pretty, pretty cataclysmic. Which, uh, I, I would say that's
1: that's it. like do you know the bathtub curve I've explained I think I've explained this to you before but so in a, in a system, it's not only you say it like computers, it's not computer-based, but like a bathtub curve, is if you imagine, you know, a bathtub on a graph, so the shape of it coming, like, down, then going flat, and then going back up again.
0: Like, if you cut, yeah, a, if you cut bathtub on a It comes down and half, plateaus for yeah, then goes time, up. And then goes up again, yeah.
1: So that's when you are setting up a new system or a new program if you imagine along the y axis up you have issues and on the x axis you have time normally you have quite a lot of issues at the starting point and then it plateaus out and you can you live in your life and then it towards the end of the life of the, the system you then have a ramp up in in, in issues and i always feel like age that it's not such an aggressive ramp up but that's can kind of be what it is and that's not some people because there's some people that have no issues until they're like 80 and then they get something quite severe but yeah I always feel like it's recovery times increase um small things become medium things medium things become large things like your elasticity of your, your muscles and your body Goes out the window. So if you have a fall, you're just like hitting hard. You're going in stiff. Like if you were younger, (laughs) you if you fall over, you um you like you relaxed about it, so you don't hit as like hard. But when when you're slightly older, if you fall, you kind of like tense up, and that's what causes like your shoulder to be like jarred into your body and that kind of thing. So yeah, Yeah. it's It's just like when
0: I fell off my bike. Yeah, the other the other week, I could tell it was definitely worse than when I used to. But uh-huh. I was like, okay, yeah. Thinking about that in terms of aging, like, if yeah, I have to wait another fifteen years to fall off my bike again, it's not going to be as easy to get straight back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
1: But th- this is what when people when they, they talk about aging, they always is they always talk about the like the physical aspect of it and the negative impacts on the physical aspects of it, even though you've got other things going on, like, you know, your career, you've got more money, I can get my car, I can go somewhere, I've got the freedom to do stuff. So compared yeah. to, like, 10 years ago, I mean, I would say I'm in a much better place. Oh, for sure. Even with the sacrifices um, to make well. <laughs> Yeah. I'm currently,
0: yeah, currently. But that's more of like, a societal thing, isn't it? Yeah. But it, I guess it's integral to aging. Yeah. Like, you it know, you,
1: your health isn't just going to keep getting better. Even though it's weird, in terms of, like, running and fitness, like, I was getting to, like, a, a place where I was running, like, 70, 80 kilometers a month. I was about to say a week then, but that's that would be, gee, that would be, uh, like, a month. So, you know, that's probably the fittest. I couldn't have done that when I was younger as, as such. But, you know weird weird
0: yeah that comes with training doesn't it and having the time to train the habit and the dedication discipline. I, th- discipline. I think i think that's, it. that's yeah.
1: with age you get a bit better with discipline it's easier if, sure. if you've learned that when you're younger like you see lots of like um i think there's people in our year that were not anything Olymp- like if you imagine getting onto the olympic team there were we had friends that like in the morning before school, when did swimming had that discipline of getting yeah. up at four o'clock in the morning, going swimming, then coming to school, and then then that and blah 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 blah. They are gonna, you know, they you're either gonna go two ways, you're either gonna go elasticate against it, like yeah. f the system, <laughs> I'll do what I want and I'll sit and I'll. It's like when people leave the um the army, they'll, they'll either keep up the training, and the discipline, or they'll just get like eat, drink, still the same, but it won't work out as much. So they'll have, like, put a bit of weight on, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Grow their beards, because they can and are allowed to. Grow their hair, because they can and are allowed to. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's very interesting. And like you mentioned, the other side of that is kind of the mental side in terms of just general things. So, like, time slippage, right, is a thing that kind of everyone seems to experience. So when you're younger summers seem to last forever and then now they go by in the blink of an eye like how is it October
1: I don't know like, I, I I. it's an interesting one because I'm not sure because obviously enough people have commented about it but it's like do you attribute that to the proportional time that you've been alive so a summer is longer for you because, for like, you're, if you, you if you if you're, you're younger. if you're six, one summer is like what a twelve-year life. Yeah. Whereas for me, who's like, or say like, if you're in your seventies, that's like hundred fortieth of your life. So of course, it's gonna be it's gonna be smaller and mean nothing because you've it is nothing compared to your whole life yeah. existence. So is that is that the perspective, or is it that's just one way to look like? At it you're experiencing new... Th- because we've talked about this before, about the perception of time is, is yeah, it because it's new exactly. things, you're storing it so it seems longer in your brain?
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. I think, like, it depends... I think there's definitely a mix. So I think they have done studies and they have shown that just a proportional aspect is definitely a thing. But also, it depends on your lifestyle. Like, let's say... You have a job and and even especially in the pandemic, right, where you weren't even leaving the house. Yeah. So you're experiencing even less new things, um, potentially. You you have a job, you go to work, whether that's just sitting at your desk or whatever it is, but you repeat the same actions, like less new things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing like you have a weekend or a few couple of weeks off and then suddenly you're back at that thing again and it seems like, oh, no timers past since you were last there because it's just so normal so yeah i think routine is a thing as well and people who kind of have the time because they're i don't know rich enough to not have to work (laughs) essentially people who have the time to actually do other things or retired Mm
1: -hmm. uh
0: maybe experience this less so yeah. the word goes anyway
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah interesting it'll be interesting to see how that changes uh, I'll keep an eye on it over the next few months I'll report back at Christmas when <laughs> you you I tomorrow back again <laughs> yeah tomorrow <laughs> it's, it's
1: gonna feel like tomorrow it will, yeah. it will we'll do,
0: I'm gonna go through a transition period I'll finish my data collection yeah you're gonna move I'll move to, back to like, Scotland. Scotland that'll be new yeah um and so it'll be a period to see is this period where I'm busy data collecting and then a sudden change in like culture and what I'm actually doing, yeah, whether that creates like a temporal difference for me. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh likely I'll forget about this next week. So remind me at Christmas. Oh okay. Someone, anyone? listening or you <laughs> if you remember as well i don't know because it can and, go two uh, ways
1: it can be like you've got so much on so you're like constantly running fast and you're running in one direction really fast or it's going to be like you've you're experiencing so many new things and doing so much new stuff <laughs> that it's
0: going to go the other way
1: it's also... I think I'm
0: also really bad at, like, I can live in the moment in terms of the decisions I make. Yeah. But I'm really bad at absorbing everything in the moment because I tend to, like, hyper fixate on one specific thing okay. within the environment. Yeah. Or within the scene. Like, I find it really hard, like, if I'm in a pub or something, mm-hmm. and even if this talking low, like, background noise isn't that loud, I find it really hard to pick out the person's speech who's directly speaking to me compared to, like, background speaking. And what I'll remember from the experience is just general speaking, and not necessarily what the person was saying to me. Tom, have you ever thought that you, you may be on the spectrum?
1: <laughs> oh, I mean,
0: I'm definitely on the spectrum. I, I know I am. <laughs> do you know uh, I what? just know I haven't been officially diagnosed.
1: <laughs> I don't. Apparently, this is something that I do. Uh, Grace pointed it out the other day. She's like, "Yeah." So you, when you go to a restaurant, I was like, "Yeah." He's like you sit down at the table, like. And she's like, like yeah. She's like, you don't pick up like the menu or anything. You kind of just like disassociate and and just like monitor the restaurant. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> she was like, so when the, like the person comes over, you kind of like have to quickly pick it up and choose something. I'm like, do I disassociate that much when I go to a restaurant? I just maybe. <laughs> I just thought it was quite interesting.
0: Yeah, that is interesting.
1: Yeah, I definitely tried to dissociate when I was in A&E. I I bloody bet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Let
1: me stare into the void and come back in an hour.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go to the doctor, get diagnosed, and then uh, we'll experience what that's like. Yeah. I probably should at some point. It might actually help with the whole... Yeah, Ooh, like, does,
1: does, does, like, if you, surely, if if you're someone who can hyperfixate, surely that means that you experience time, your perception, because this is not like, you don't experience time, your perception of time would be quicker, because in that moment that you're hyperfixating, kind of like everything happens all at once, because you're, yeah. you're in your little world, and you get your stuff done, and then you're back out, and you can't believe it's three hours later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, plus you that also speak. Happens. You also speak a different language, which we've talked about before. Changes your perception of time. Was you have different? Yeah, you have true. different ways of describing time, like a smidge, like a minute, like I'm gonna pop, like half an hour. Yeah, I can't remember what exactly what it was, but we. It's like the it more was uh, Spanish.
0: Yeah, I think was saying it was big. Mm-hmm whereas we say it was long
1: uh yeah Yeah.
0: uh italian also use the long
1: (laughs) the the long
0: the long Uh, that was like uh yeah they don't say it was a big amount of time it was a long amount of time is what they say so they phrase it in a similar way Mm. um i mean i'm sure they we do both so i'm sure that they do both as well but um yeah maybe maybe i'll do that when i'm back in the uk And it's easier to see someone about that and then I'll report back. Cool.
1: I do actually have some, I know we're 25 minutes in, but I have some facts.
0: (laughs) Mate, I've got so (laughs) many notes here (laughs) and we're definitely not going to get through it at all. No, no, no. But, you know, so. Yeah, let's get your facts instead of uh, self diagnosing.
1: uh, Only 3.6% of people over the age of 65 are in nursing homes.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, it's
1: a really small percentage, which I didn't realise.
0: Yeah, I for us, we are in like the nursing home central okay. of the UK, where we grew up,
1: right? Oh, yes, 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 yes.
0: So, it's not only Devon, the nursing home central, yeah, but it's population. also like where everyone goes to retire.
1: Goes, to, You know what? I, I one of the things I called Bournemouth. I was like, it's the place that you either go to Bournemouth University or you go to die. Because there's there's nothing there job wise, so you yeah. are you're either there learning or you're there to retire and live by the beach. Yeah. To be fair, it's quite a nice place to go and you know spend your later years.
0: Oh, for sure, 100%. and up and down off that beach that uh, would be a.
1: It'd oh, either keep you fit or
0: it'll kill you. Keep you fit, I reckon. I mean, it depends how how much you when you start that. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, my grandparents are eighty odd, right? But they've yeah. been rambling for. Twenty years? Yeah. So so, so it's failed in that like non native UK
1: help like you. Devonshire area. Rambling isn't just like they start talking, then go off on a tangent. Rambling is like walking over a long distance, but like slow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna go up onto the moors or whatever and walk all day.
1: So the moors is a big high area of like geographic Moreland. moorland where yeah. uh, horses are allowed to like, roam free in certain specific areas they
0: wild horses yeah wild horses oh, I guess they're ponies aren't they they're not actual horses uh, that's true wild ponies
1: you know you know yeah. how to feed them because you know. Grace and I were up there having a picnic in the freezing cold we thought it was a good idea it was colder up there than we thought um, this was during Covid times uh, there was like a, a local farm that was doing like takeaway food
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, which is really great because they did like a full, uh, like full awesome sandwiches with uh, cream tea, which
0: is scones, cream is that and jam. the farm that does. have an absolutely banging rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ullacombe yeah. farm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah J- just on, just oh. just on the left. But they were doing. If they were- you're <laughs> ever in near, if you're in the southwest and you're in Dartmoor, yeah. go to Ullacombe and just do yourself a favor.
1: So, uh. We went up and there was a there was a pony in the car park where it was sat and great i think so uh we saw someone else feeding them and, and i was just like i don't think you're allowed to so i googled it and it's like no you really you really shouldn't and if you saw so on, like one of the rangers because they have um park rangers on on the moors because it's a national trust uh you can get like incredibly fine for it so i was like maybe we yeah. just don't and there's a video i think of it trying to come in the car. And me being like, "Okay, get the, get the f away from me!" <laughs> <They're> like poking <laughs> his head out in the car, here. and I was just like, "No, don't, don't bite my fingers. I've got nothing."
0: That's quite funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that. I mean, the, the Moors is a general term for moorland, right? So there's many moors on the UK. There's two. I'm, I'm pretty. We sure. We just refer to it as the Moors. Yeah. What about like the Yorkshire Dales? Yeah, there's like uh, they're they're dales. Oh yeah, of course. But they're, there, dales, there yeah. is
1: in. Um, up north, there's Up north, one. there is one more, because uh, it was really weird. Uh, when I did my like, year in industry, someone from Beans of N, up super up north. Norfolk. Uh, maybe Norfolk, maybe more north than that.
0: Morelands in the UK. Uh, like up near Scotland, I'm pretty sure. Lake District, the Pennines. Uh, it's Lake District, is like- technically... New, multiple Newcastle. areas of upland uh, moorland so, in Britain include Lake District, Mid Wales, South southern uplands of Scotland, yeah. islands, and West Country.
1: So, Newcastle upon Tyne, also known as Newcastle, has the town moor. Why, so mate. They've got a moor in the middle of Newcastle. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, there's a moor. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Huh. Bringing it back to age facts, though.
0: Uh oh yeah, bloody hell. This has been an episode, isn't it? You can tell we it's been a week, <laughs> half an hour in. <laughs> to honest, struggling like, to get through again, the bags.
1: I am like on a, a fair amount of drugs. Um so we apologize if we if I am lacking. If whacking, just, if, our, if, we, if just tangents a foot, but I'm I'm struggling. Um okay, so according to data compiled by the Social Security Administration, so in America, if a man reaches the age of 65 today. Uh, they can expect to live on average until the age of eighty-four, whereas a woman turning sixty-five can expect to live to the age of eighty-six. So women have two years on men if they reach that sixty-five age. Okay. Yeah. But you know, women so live just, longer uh, than men, so. No, it's more,
0: more, more, more. I haven't had my mouth is still watering from the thought of roast dinner. <laughs> Haven't had roast dinner in so long.
1: Oh man, I'm so excited for you. You're gonna to have to come back down to Devon when you like before you go to uh, Scotland to get a proper roast.
0: Oh yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. go ten tours. Fly go 10, to 10,
1: ten tours. They do a really nice roast. Oh, they do. Plus, it's not too not too spending close by.
0: True say, yeah. Well, I'll just do a bit of a tour around, You know, yeah, yeah. go to a few places. Yeah. Um, right. Any more age facts? Uh, yeah. Gerontology is the study of aging.
1: Okay. Uh like geriatrics. Gerontology. Yeah. Uh and sentience. Sensi- yeah, sentience is the decline of biological functions and of the ability to adapt to metabolic stresses, essentially the physical characteristics of growing older. Oh. That's what it's called. Nice. So I've got a bit of like that in humans and what happens to different areas in your body when you start to get older okay uh go for it yeah okay I was gonna say well I was gonna say what is aging like give it, oh, give what it, is aging? Give it some sort of
0: definition See, uh I realize actually I don't have a definition okay well I've got one so it's aging good. it's all good mate i have got yeah. it covered so at a biological level You can tell that I'm slapping
1: my hands together because I'm I'm explaining something. Uh, At a biological level, aging results from the impact of the accumulation of a wide variety of molecular and cellular damage over time. This leads to a gradual decrease in physical and mental capacity, a growing risk of disease, and ultimately death. Uh, These changes are neither linear nor constant, and they are only loosely associated with a person's age in years, as seen by me and my issues this week. The diversity <laughs> seen in old age is not random. Uh, bio- beyond biological changes, aging is often associated with other life transitions, such as retirement, reallocation to more appropriate housing in Bournemouth, and the death of friends and partners. <laughs> <laughs> the Bournemouth, guy, yeah. I'm not sure if you realise that. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I, got, I tagged on that yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: not, not like the whole world isn't moving to Bournemouth to die
0: um, but yeah it's actually the second biggest migration <laughs> on the planet after diverse <laughs> all, di- all vertical migration we've got yeah. the migration to Bournemouth
1: and if you want to learn more about migrations to die, you can go back a few episodes and listen to migrations <laughs> and mating. It's kind of the other end of the spectrum on this. you got the mating and reproduction and like new new life And now you got old age and death. <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> so
0: should I move, um,
1: to move on to like the
0: different areas I've got a few theories on why we might age okay cool I, I feel like that's a base thing to cover I think it's a bit more
1: meta a bit of a meta oh, okay. question well,
0: we'll come back to that then
1: yeah so. then just like we we have to die at some yeah, point yeah
0: but the theory is oh okay so so,
1: be, so beyond this uh, I was gonna, as you say at the start, Netflix has got a new scientific. I say no, it's not a documentary, but it's like an info video on infinity or the infinite. And oh, was that
0: the trippy one? It's really, really good. The trip to infinity or something? Yeah, trip to infinity.
1: It's abs- absolutely incredible. I watched it when I was in a bit of pain, so I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. But they go through like bounds infinity and like the uh the infinite hotel theory or story um and it's really really good and they talk about the human race and how we as beings aren't infinite but we're not supposed to be infinite so that's why it's yeah. just from, that's why i've been reminded of that but it's really really good so if you're interested in like really large numbers and really like abstract numbers what a great watch
0: uh so it's on my list yeah maybe i'll do that maybe i'll do that next
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Also on Netflix, actually, to do with age. Yeah. Um. And of all the people to produce a documentary and it be fairly all right, I wasn't expecting it to be zach Efron, <laughs> who has a series called Down to Earth, and one of the episodes is focusing on people growing old and what kind of the secret to it is. Okay. Yeah. And they go to Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, no, Italy, yeah. yeah Italy, where. I've seen those. Like, they visit centenarians. There's blue zones. There's a few blue zones around Earth where people regularly live to be a past 100 or centenarians. And they kind of looked at the food that they were eating, the kind of lifestyle. And even though the food itself was very different between Japan and Italy, yeah, the kind of base where the calories of carbs compared to meat compared to vegetables, the, the proportions were the same. Yeah compared to the work that they were also doing okay so there was a lot higher amount of carbs than you would traditionally think i'm obviously think about italy they eat a lot of pasta, pasta yeah. japan a lot of rice Wheats, so noodles way higher carbs and you would kind of look online and go oh that's the healthy amount but it seems to over the lifespan obviously kind of add up to being yeah but uh, i think healthy
1: one of the things especially in asia, asia that they have is such like an exotic variety of especially compared to the uk uh vegetables and it's so ingrained in their diet so along with just the, the rice they're like having the vegetables is like so so important that it's 100 oh, put yeah, in yeah. everywhere and there there is the like in the uk we like got carrots Brussels sprouts at a certain time of the year Broccoli, like we can't really oh, say like cucumbers, lettuce, that kind of stuff, which is essentially just water. Like, there's no real taste to them, whereas compared to some other things, like big and For also sure. like mushrooms are huge in Asia yeah. compared to the UK. Like, um, do you, I watch a like a, a YouTube channel called uh, Yuan's Kitchen or Jun's Kitchen? It's like J-U-N's Kitchen. And it's uh, a chef who has his own YouTube channel where he, he creates, his, makes his own things. Lives in Japan with his English wife, and they've got cats, absolutely adorable. But he like goes out and goes and gets the food, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just off to like the mushroom farm in my my local place." Where he goes and cycles, and you just go, and he's got like a little basket. Like we've got strawberry picking in the UK. Which you go to a strawberry field and you, you pick strawberries, put them in a punnet, and then take them and they weigh them. But it's the same, but they've got like that for mushrooms and other healthy things. Like right. you go to the place where they're growing them and pick them, and it's very local. I'm just like, if we had that here and they weren't trying to rip us off because that's just like <laughs> capitalist society that the yeah. UK in, yeah, I think we would.
0: But alas, we don't. But alas, we don't all right kick it off with your uh... okay
1: so what happens when humans specifically uh this may this may track for other animals or as well uh get older so cardiovascular system uh, i am very much enjoying my cardiovascular system at the moment um yeah
0: the most- I can imagine this stuff tracks with other mammals. Yes. On, yeah, on that yeah, yeah, note. Yeah. Maybe not to all animals, but to other mammals. Yeah, especially spiders. 100 this should track. Not spiders. Uh, the most common change
1: in the cardiovascular system is the stiffening of the blood vessels and arteries, causing your heart to work harder to blo- pump blood through them. The heart muscles change to adjust the increased workload. Your heart rate at rest will stay the same, but it won't increase during activities as much as it used to. go, you'll get out of breath quicker Uh, These changes increase the risk of high blood pressure, hypertension, and other cardiovascular problems like pulmonary uh, and immunisms.
0: Yeah. And uh, obviously other things like lifestyle things impact this as well, right? So that's why people are like, oh, you shouldn't smoke because it actually speeds this process up.
1: Yeah, like having a bad diet, having a a sedentary life. Is that the right one yeah uh sedentary sedentary yeah like keep saying sedimentary like if you're having a rocky life <laughs> um <laughs> hey. lots of stress a tiger being pushed, one.
0: <laughs> lots of stress <laughs> lots
1: of pressure being pushed down on you in a very like heat he- uh heavy heated environment yeah you know uh you can also just have sticky blood i found out described to me oh really yeah yeah she was uh, the uh, th- in the thrombosis clinic talking to the lady the, cl- the, um, the nurse there well, she's the sort of specialist um, but she was like some people just have sticky blood I'm like cool yeah what does that mean he's like oh, it means that you can clump up a bit easier and I was like oh, brilliant Okay. it fantastic. might just be
0: like your kidneys right which filter out things yeah just take a bit too much water out
1: and spleen kidney people. and spleen Kidney spleen Kidney yeah. spleen Because I, I found out you can um, You can live without your spleen But you Some of your other organs Take on the role of the spleen But you also actually Have to be on, on antibiotics For like Your entire life Because there's, there's There's certain aspects That can't be taken over By other organs Okay
0: Because my Imagining of the spleen Was but still we didn't really Know what it did No 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 Just no, no, that no, 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 It was spleen. important But you can live without it No that So but, appendix
1: You can live without yes. it spleen right. very much like you need that you let's say you don't need it you can live without it but you need assistance
0: okay cool
1: okay so moving on uh bones joints and muscles so with age bones tend to shrink in size and density so when you think you're like oh granny you're getting smaller that that, that definitely can happen because they do shrink uh and they they become weakened uh, which makes them also more susceptible to fracture. So if they fall over, they're more likely to break. Um, muscles generally lose strength, endurance, and flexibility, which then can uh, affect coordination, stability, and balance. So when you see older people struggling with like staying on their feet, it's not because like their brain balance is going. It's because like their muscles can't hold them up in a way. They don't have that strength to hold them up. And then the bones themselves are a different size. So they're trying to get used to that. It's a whole whole bucket of things.
0: Yeah. Okay. Huh? Agreed.
1: Next, uh, the bladder and urinary tract. So the bladder becomes less elastic with everything in your body as you age, resulting the need to urinate much more often. Uh, And weakening of the bladder muscles and pelvic floor muscles may make it difficult for you to empty your bladder completely or cause you bladder control altogether. So that's incontinence for you. In men, an enlarged or inflamed prostate can also make it difficult emptying bladder and causing incontinence. Which you should get checked regularly over the age of 50 if you're not.
0: Oh, that's 50, is it? Okay. Which, I got some opinions on that because Okay. Right. Yeah. And it, and it and it's. You
1: think it should be sooner? I think it should be sooner because for women, when they like, so it's, it's not cervical cancer, but they you get you get pings to by the government, and this is in the UK specifically to have a screening. To have a screening, I think is it like yeah. eighteen or twenty-one. 25 um, i can't remember but it's between
0: oh the smear test yeah you have
1: yeah the smear test that you have to yeah. they have to go yeah have to they don't force you and like hold a gun to your head but they heavily advise you go do it for men like i'm 28 and i've never received anything to be like you need to go have a check you need to go get your prostate checked you need to go like have a physical or whatever and i feel like yeah if if it started earlier there's like a you normalize it earlier so going and get your prostate checked isn't like it's like a men are absolute idiots when it comes to and especially like even me yeah. going yes. to the hospital being like oh yeah no <laughs> we I'm are a, I'm, I'm i'm all right it's like mitchell you're you it's can't bearable. breathe you're laying on the floor <laughs> you're pasty and you're sweating it's like oh yeah no it's all right i'm all right well, i'm good cuz like yeah. you're blatantly like <laughs> on a nine goes. out of 10 on the pain scale telling the nurse that you know it's bearable is a stupid yeah so i
0: think yeah bringing that forward- i think it's also like we are in that transition phase where you know it's okay not to be okay yeah that kind definitely, of definitely definitely and definitely. that's kind of that leads it all kind of linked together right yeah i Okay, I probably wouldn't speak to anyone, but I know it's important, like, if I'm having a bad time, just to speak to at least someone. Yeah. Right? And that has kind of helped in terms of, okay, if I need to go to the hospital, then I'm going to go. Because, okay, I don't want to be a pain to anyone, but at the same time, if I'm dying, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. Having
1: gone once, Um, I'm now just like, if it feels like I'm dying, just, I'm going to go to A&E oh 100 it's better to <laughs> it's better. do that and then because yeah.
0: you'll turn up and they'll be and obviously they have a triage system right yeah yeah triage and they'll be like okay he needs attention now or he doesn't and you end up waiting and not wasting their resources yeah so you go
1: once right, do you know what I mean? and they, so. they misdiagnose you and then you go home and it feels like you're dying some more so if they go back yeah yeah i have yeah. been through the system recently mate now it works fun right, stuff fun, fun. fun stuff
0: yeah um <laughs> like it my mental kind of thing was like right at 30 uh with some history of like cancer in the family. Yeah. It's good I'll go get check. checked at thirty. Yeah. Uh and then go go from there, really. Yeah. I
1: think I think having awareness of what you've had in your family and genetically prone to is always a good step. Like I think for me going and checking like because like granddad's had glycoma and it's kind of like that's how it isn't skip a generation and such, but it's More likely, that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. So knowing like your genetic markers, (laughs) yeah, hundred percent. Knowing like what causes it is always a good is always a good shout.
0: Yeah, it's just to be to be be aware of these things and kind of, and not just the physical. It can be scary because like I've known many people who just refuse to go to the doctor for anything, even if they're feeling weird, because they don't want to be told it's something bad. Right. Oh, so they that's the reason. Not... <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, so like... Uh, this person wouldn't go to the hospital or the doctor, even if they were feeling really ill or anything, because they didn't want to find out they had something bad. Even though, even if that were the case, they, it could then be treated and get better from it, right? Yeah. They were just very scared of finding anything out, um, especially it being the big C. Yeah. And then... Having to go down that path, even though finding out sooner is better than finding out later, mm-hmm. even if that were the case. Yeah. Um, so there, there's also that thing, and I think I don't know if there's like the anxiety culture. Yeah. Around that as well, and obviously it can be scary, especially if you've lived it's, through that through other people. It's so in strange. Your
1: it's so strange. It's like I'd rather not know and drop dead than know and like possibly fix it.
0: Yeah, but it's not like a a logical yeah, no, thought process no, no, in that yeah. sense. Like, especially if you've kind of experienced uh, living with people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with that, and you know, it can lead to weird like thought processes and trauma associated oh, with it. Oh, one hundred percent. I kind of get it. Yeah, not not um, wanting
1: to be a. I think being baked into being British is not wanting to be a bother. To people yeah and that's not just like and services <laughs> that's also like people around you quite close to you you don't want to worry people or be like yeah you have to come sit with me in a and e for 12 hours um <laughs> <laughs> yeah which we very much appreciate and probably could have done without um but yeah it's like there's a guilt and like i'm not wanting to bother oh
0: 100 and it's that's on like a scale of oh i don't want to bother you but I am struggling my tits off. Like, even to that, like, (laughs) I'll go into work and I'll be like, sorry, I know you're working with the animal anyway, but is it okay if I just, you know, take some recordings whilst you're doing that? But I don't want to be a bother if that's an issue. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of like, like you're being stupid because that's why you're here. But okay. To the other end of, I'm literally dying. Yeah. But I don't want to be a bother to you. So I'm not going to kind of, I'm going to play it down.
1: Yeah, and dial it down to
0: one. Yeah, you know, like the whole uh, that's just such a weird British cot. It's so hard to get out of. <laughs> you just like for like three bullet wounds
1: across your chest, going up to someone and tapping them on the shoulder, and being like, oh, "Sorry, I don't mean to be a bother, but can I borrow yeah, your? Literally, may I borrow your phone to phone an ambulance?" <laughs> it's
0: so, yeah, so, so ridiculous. That is to me like the epitome of like Britishness.
1: Yeah, d- It's so detrimental. Detrimental <laughs> Britishness.
0: It may yeah. like work in a societal way, but for like personal gain, yeah, it's so detrimental. And I don't even mean gain in terms of you know things you can gain, but just Survival. happiness.
1: Yeah. So what I didn't I didn't realize until I have had a, a few sad things at AE is that you can go to AE if you're having a mental crisis as well as like a physical. Like if you're in a place where you don't feel safe in yourself in terms of like self-harm and that kind of thing you can go to A&E and be like look I'm at risk yeah uh I need help they can go they can help you even with that because yeah there was some some dark things that I overheard being in A&E is not a fun place at like no. four o'clock in the morning you hear some dark things
0: yeah, I bet. But that's, it's good to know that that, that resource yeah, yeah. is there. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I you, knew there were, like, helplines you could call.
1: So there's... If you phone 111 in the UK, which is, like, the non-emergency man, but you can explain what's going on, and they can, like... They can direct you to... There's, like, crisis centres and things like that. But if it gets yeah. to the point where it's, like, really, 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 really bad, you can go to A&E, because um, there, was, there was two individuals that were there. That okay. one of them was, like... uh a bit struggling. Uh yeah, but like extroverted, didn't really know I didn't know what was going on, was like being being a hassle to everybody, but like because they needed attention to sort something out. Okay. But there was another lady that was like very quiet and like what she described to I'm not gonna go into it, but what she described to the person at the desk, and I was just like, fuck it, fucking hell. Right, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh yeah But there was a funny, funny story. There was, and this is not funny, like, ha ha, these people had car crashes. <laughs> um, oh, shit. But there was a guy sat behind me that hurt his foot because he had a, a car crash like a few weeks ago. And there was a lady that also had a car crash like a month ago. And they were playing fucking like top trumps with, like, how bad was your car crash? They're like, uh, so how many times did your car roll over? Oh, three. Oh, mine was four. I uh, guess I win this round. <laughs> I was like, jeez, what's going on? What is That's going the other on? side of British
0: culture. Oh,
1: yeah, just the humour. Mine and, was worse than like, yours. But the thing oh. is,
0: they, they were both <laughs> laughing about it.
1: And it's because you... Oh, okay, you like, yeah, it's not like, oh, um, my... It was just like... What, do you, I mean, what else do you yeah, do? what else do you do in that situation? Like, you just can't sit there in silence. Like, well, that was, wouldn't yeah. happen
0: here in Italy. Like, they wouldn't be playing top trumps about how many times <laughs> their car rolled over. They would just be angry about something. <laughs> or, or seemingly angry, like, whether they're just emotional or not. But, like, they wouldn't look at it the same way. Some people might, but we have, like, a very melancholic sense of humour in general, right, in the UK, where I think anyone can rock up to an awkward situation and kind of fit in very quickly with the melancholic attitude, where it's just so different here. But yeah. What else do you do? Yeah. Bloody hell. Right. right. I've got two more things. <laughs> What what have you got? Go for it.
1: So I've got... I have got a lot. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Do you want
0: to... You can make us two-part if you want, because this was kind of just like a... Not me. (laughs) This has been age and A&E. Yeah. Uh, Age and E, we're going to call this. Age and E. Okay. Uh, Yeah, this this has been a bit all over the place, which is fine. Yeah. It's been a, a week like that. Now, what else I've got is... Why do we age? Okay. I've got the nine hallmarks of aging okay which is seen in every single animal every single human like this is how we identify aging things um, why do larger animals live longer oh, I got a bit about that I
1: had a, I had a look at like um comparison to whale,
0: whales to humans yeah which is very interesting yeah um to so what do you want to go for what sounds more interesting so what, I've mind, got-, got five minutes
1: <laughs> I've got whales to humans okay um like a big bit on sentience yeah and then uh wtf is a hydra
0: ah yeah those things
1: yeah so it depends like if you want to not go into like sentience and the whales and save that
0: oh i think we should save that because that's a very interesting conversation yeah um and I love whales, so the okay. more time we have to speak about that, the me. So do you want me, like, the for me talk about what hydras are? Yeah, because I know a bit about these, but not a lot. So enlighten us so, on
1: the weirdness. So the hydra is not like the mythical dragon with multiple heads. That if you chop one off, it goes back. But weird that it was, it's called that pretty much, I guess, after that. um, It's a, it's a genus of a small freshwater organism of the Thelum... Cindaria a class of Hydrazone.
0: Nidaria. Is it the sea silent? The sea is silent, It's yeah. a shame, really, because it sounds very fantasy-esque. Like the same... Fantasy-esque. Um, it, it, yeah, it is. Cindaria. No, it's Nidaria. Nidaria. And, like, that's where jellyfish are located. Okay.
1: In the fantasy down of Sindaria
0: Yes. Okay, cool. Your box fish are in there, at least. Okay, cool. Your box jelly, sorry.
1: <laughs> they are native to temperate and tropical regions and biologists are especially interested in them currently because of their regenerative ability they do not appear to die of old age or to age at all Um, so when food is plentiful the hydras reproduce asexually by budding Uh, this bud forms from the body wall and they go into miniature adults and break away when mature so when a hydra is well-fed, a new bud can form every two days. When conditions are harsh, often during winter and poor feeding conditions, sexual reproduction occurs in some hydra. So swelling in the body all develops into either ovaries or testes, depending on, I guess, the hormones and the temperature and what causes it. The testes yeah. then release free-swimming gametes into the water, and these fertilize the, the eggs and the ovaries of another individual. Uh, the fertilized okay. eggs secrete a tough outer coating, and in and as the adult dies due to the starvation or the cold due to the adverse conditions, these resting eggs fall to the bottom of the lake or the pond to await better conditions. It's it's so incredibly... <laughs> Their survivability is so awesome. Uh, ...to await better conditions, whereupon they hatch into nymph hydras. Uh, some hydra species, like the hydra circum... Sin- 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 yeah, or the hydra very dissimier are hermaphrodites and may produce both testes and ovaries at the same time. So it's it's awesome. It's just so so utterly incredible the fact that if the conditions are good, they're just like, here, here's another one of me out of my Literary. stomach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we just split into two and then into four. But if things are bad, they go, it's not looking good, bro. It's not looking good. So they reproduce... But instead of it just popping out of their stomach, they go, we're going to put you in a a safety bubble egg, throw you to the bottom of the lake, and when things get better, you then can come out and you can continue.
0: And from an evolutionary point of view, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, one... I'm not going to go through the theories of why things age, because there's so many, so maybe we'll we'll come on to that next time. But my favourite one, and the one I like, is... like. If say humans never died and we just regenerated like these Hydra Mm -hmm. and like a disease comes along or something wipes us out, we haven't evolved, we haven't changed, we haven't diversified the gene pool, right? So by dying, we are ensuring that one, we're not like competing with our offspring and other things around us, Mm -hmm. like there's less competition it gives the population a chance to completely renew its genes every generation or two as well. Yeah. So it means that if something comes along, that population is more diverse and more likely to survive. These hydras, these little bastards are like, okay, when things are good, we, the ones that survive are making the best of it anyway, so only the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ones of the strongest genes are surviving or making the most out of yeah. the current available materials and so they're making a strong foundation and then they're like okay let's mix our genes now because stuff's getting hard and then obviously only the strongest eggs are going to become the nymph hydras and carry that you know cycle on again Yeah. so that's such a smart way to do it oh 100% yeah not that it's like intelligent like thought out but evolution be crazy man
1: yeah and it's like the difference between the the egg and like the um the bud so with the the non-reproducing version of them pretty much essentially like getting two of them th- things are good and there's no threatens threatening issues to their survival and there's nothing wrong with their current genetics that what they do is they create a bud the daughter grows out they begin to cleave the daughter's broken off but then the daughter is a clone of the parent yeah yeah because the genetics are good and they're strong and so they, they know it survives. Exactly. so they, they just go alright here's a clone <laughs> so yeah it, it's a clone and we're good but if things are bad then it they is, go sure. right we need to strongest survive
0: situation let's get yeah. let's,
1: let's get let's go with some testes and ovaries.
0: which is yeah that's crazy
1: Ah, weird.
0: Really cool. Very interesting. Yeah. So, like, aging and, let's say, preventing has always kind of been a marketable thing, right? If you think about anti-age creams and all of that kind of stuff. But, like, as an actual field of research, it's really picked up in the last few years with hydras being a focus, uh, whales being a focus as well. So, it'll be interesting to explore that a bit more next week. Sick stuff. All right, well, we're over the hour. We are indeed. Um, that was an episode. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you didn't, and you got any complaints, send them my way. <laughs> uh, Twitter at info entry pod, Instagram information entry pod. Leave a like, rating, follow, whatever you can do on the platform which you are listening. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you thought of today's episode, because I'm going to have fun editing and listening to this one back uh, a lot. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> Don't forget to share this with your friends, families, co-workers. If this is your introduction to us, apologies. <laughs> but uh, <Just> also not. <laughs> straight up apologies. Um, so yeah, I guess we, we've been the information entry podcast. Hopefully. No, we, we just haven't. We haven't decreased... <laughs> <laughs> or made things easier to understand this week at all but uh, yeah. no apologies we'll be very un-British about it mm-hmm. join us next week when hopefully we've had a bit of a less chaotic week in our lives or your life anyway mine, <laughs> just lack of internet isn't really anything to complain about, yeah. what a first world problem um, and so yeah I guess we'll carry on with ageing then yeah we will. sick one, anything else to add? Um, no I'm, I'm good, I'm good <laughs> that's just cool, cool. yeah <laughs> so have a good one guys yeah. and we'll catch you the next week ciao for now Peace. <laughs>